0: experience this is the bob ryan and
1: jeff goodman podcast nba some college a little bit of everything
0: you know what can i say but it wasn't going to happen here with him i was okay with it because it wasn't about talent i didn't think all right let's get right to
2: it well jeff goodman is being held hostage in uh chicago as you can tell by the lights very sketchy situation bob ryan is scanning his draft information as we speak uh, we got a we got a lot to get to today. We have to tell you that this edition of Ryan Goodman podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info, and also powered by our friends at LinkedIn Talent Solutions. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Okay, the big surprise last, last night, Jeff Goodman. Uh, this is your time of year uh, with the number one pick, and I guess it was a very so well kept secret that Paolo Baccaro was going to go number one. Very well kept. Um, it was crazy. I mean, the crazier part, even
1: Woj got it wrong. I mean, he got it completely wrong, you know, saying that it was firmed up uh, Thursday morning that the top three picks in order were going to be Jabari Smith, Chad Holmgren, and then Paolo Baccaro at number three to Houston. And it flipped the odds because the odds had got – somebody knew something in Vegas, obviously. It was leaked out there to some, some – you know, big money uh, bettors. I don't know if they were leaning on uh, Jeff Weltman, the GM at, at Orlando or something, and he <laughs> gave away the info. But, you know, it went from where Jabari was the heavy favorite to then all of a sudden, Paulo made up ground. And then Paulo became the heavy favorite overnight, Wednesday night. And then when Woj tweeted it out, it flipped back and Jabari was the heavy favorite again. And then draft time comes and Jeff Weltman, who keeps things. The top two GMs keep things, keep things very, very close to the best, right? Weltman in Orlando and Sam Presti, Massachusetts' own, who we'll get into here for what I thought was an, a, an atrocious draft uh, for Oklahoma City. They keep things very, very close to the vest. And, uh, but I, it was the right pick. It was the right pick for Orlando because if they had drafted Jabari Smith, who I think fits today's game maybe a little bit better, I don't know if they would have gotten better immediately. But by getting Paolo, they're better immediately because they don't have anybody like him. And there's very few players like him in the NBA. Jabari Smith is similar to Jonathan Isaac, who they drafted a few years ago, Orlando, and he's been hurt and hasn't really been able to play a whole lot. But they're similar in what they do, where
2: Paolo just
1: impacts the game because of his strength, his agility, his size. He can just do everything there so I, I like the pick for Orlando I, I think it was the
0: right one with all due respect I think you're missing the point on why he went number one it was clearly the outfit
1: Yeah, and the, the outfit.
0: they want to sell the outfit to the fans in, in Orlando and then uh, the female fans particularly all right all kidding aside I have a question about him and I'm so I, I I'm, I'm completely you know, you're know you being interviewed by me now. I'm telling you right now because I don't know. What am I missing with him? Why do I have a gut feeling he's got a low motor? Why do I think he's a glider and, 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 a, and I don't trust gliders? He's not a glider,
1: but you just expect him when you look at his body to be a killer. And he can be at times, but he's still young. I kept he, he's got a lot of shit to him. He's a Seattle kid. Most Seattle kids are tough. Like, that is the one thing when you think about Seattle, kids coming out of Seattle, and, and, and that, you know, I watched him play uh, in a game uh, O'Day for O'Day a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And actually the, the coolest part of it was I got there late, right when the game was starting. And I was standing outside with a Seattle legend, Jamal Crawford, and neither one of us could get in the building. We couldn't get in until <laughs> halftime. And the, the coolest part was, you know, most guys, Jamal Crawford, again, a legend in Seattle hoops. And he didn't complain one minute. He and, I, and I'm like, well, if he's not complaining to get in the building. I <laughs> certainly can't complain. So we literally missed the first half because Jamal Crawford, and I have so much respect for Jamal now. But anyway, we go in there, and I had already seen Paolo play numerous times for USA Basketball in Colorado Springs. So I knew what I was getting myself into. The dude didn't show
0: everything he could do at Duke. And, and it's hard to. I mean, that's that's so great ready. to know because I see Duke a lot. In fact, I was there for their opener in New York at the, the right. Coaches Classic on November 4th. Yep. So, you know, I saw him right away and, and was ready to get blown away. He doesn't blow you away. At least I haven't seen it. I waited you all
1: year to at him. Again, because you look at him, Bob, and you're like expecting he's a man child and how he looks. Now, that's going to be the beauty in the NBA is he, physically he's going to be able to impose his will on guys that are 10 years older than him. He's not going to wear down. Mm-hmm. Tavari Smith's got to gain weight. Chet's got to gain a ton of weight, and we don't know if that's going to happen. Paolo was the safest pick for Orlando, and also the pick that, again, he, he can help winning immediately. They will go from a team. They'll, they'll, he'll win Rookie of the Year next year. How's that? He'll win rookie of the year. He may not be the best player in eight years. Maybe Jabari or Chet catch him, but you got to win soon if you're Orlando. And I think that's what Paulo
2: allows them to do. All right, no. let's get to uh, – I'm sorry, Bob. Did you have something else to say?
0: Well, just to say that there's, you mentioned the guy that, to me, is the most yeah. intriguing player in the draft in my memory. I can't remember because the, there had never been anything like Chet Holden, and and not in our time. Uh, no anybody's time, seven feet tall, doesn't even weigh 200 pounds. Now I know how skillful he is. I've seen it. Uh, and and But it, it is just so hard for me to project him into the league, uh, even the way the league is going, knowing that he won't have to worry about posting up, you know, right. he'll, never, he'll, he'll never have to worry about that. But still that body, I just can't, it, we, we haven't seen this at that side. We, we, we you know, when I saw Brandon Ingram, at you know, six, six I said that's the skinniest good player I've seen in forty years since there was a guy named Al Tucker with the bullets in the early 70s it wasn't that good but he was he uh, was the, he was the standard by which all skinny guys will be judged forever and ever and and Brandon Ingram has the skinniest calves of any good player I've ever seen now comes this guy got the skinniest everything and I just wow i'm I'm just I, I can't he's, wait. He's
1: scary, Bob. He's, he's scary in a lot of ways. Again, it's like, if you're Sam Presti, you're damned. If you do damned, if you don't.
2: Well, what about and, Presti, Jeff? What about OKC? Cause they picked up three players in the first round and you're not happy with what they did. I, I'm not, because I think, you know, again, you, you rolled the dice on Chet.
1: That's fair. That's fair. Number two, you want to do that. You're a small market team. I understand. When that, then you roll the dice, you have number 12 and, and you take uh at 12, they took Jalen Williams, Williams from Santa Clara. Jalen Williams. Yeah, they took the first Jalen Williams. Then they ended up taking the second Jalen right. Williams from Arkansas at 34. Maybe Sam didn't realize. He Maybe he thought he took the wrong one or something. Who knows? Um, but you take Jalen Williams from Santa Clara at 12, who shot up the boards, and he's a late bloomer. He, he, he grew about seven, eight inches um, in high school. Good player, but, again, comes from the WCC. It's going to take time, likely. Right. It's going to take some some time for him. And then you trade some of your your, your first round picks, your equity that you built up and you draft the kid Usman Jang from France. Uh, and he's always away and not a shooter. I just Sam Presti, he drafts like he's got a lifetime contract. It's like at some point you get a weak game, Sam, like you were good <laughs> a few years ago. Now you're going to be in constant rebuilding mode. You took a kid, Pukuleski, or whatever the hell his name was last year that was like 170 pounds. By the time you win, Shea Gildas alexander is going to say, I want out. We've sucked for too long. I'm out of here. So I just think he's going about it the whole wrong way. And and to me, again, you might have some good young players, and in 2028 you might be good when Sam Presti is back
2: teaching at Emerson College. (laughs) Wrong words. What about Jabari Smith? Now, he felt the number three. Of course, he had the classic quotes after the night that he has a chip on his shoulder. He has something to prove. Oh, boo-hoo. He went three instead of one. I feel so bad for him. Uh, He's with the Rockets. What's his future like?
0: I'm with you. Yeah, I
1: I like him a lot. Again, I, I think he could be the best of the three. But I think at the end of the day, the more I give it, serious thought I think he, he's the one I would have taken third because I you know you want to look at him and say Jason Tatum right that's kind of how you want to look well I, I felt like Jason had a, had a much better even at the same stage even if we didn't see it as much but if you remember the ACC tournament at Duke and, and that team it was hard for Jason because it was Grayson Allen and Luke Kennard's team until the end and then it was Jason Tatum in the ACC tournament. You saw what he could do off the bounce and, and all that. I just haven't seen – like Jabari's a good player, but I haven't seen that that explosiveness, that ability to put it on the floor and get to the basket. Uh, we've seen the shot, and we've seen the length. But that's really – that's what he kind of vaulted up the boards with. And if, if he's not – to me, the Kevin Durant – and I don't know if Bill has said it last night, but I've heard him say it before, the comparison to Kevin Durant – it's ridiculous to me. The, the, the most apt comparison for Jabari Smith is Rashard Lewis. That's the best comparison to me for Jabari Smith. Rashard Lewis, when he was averaging 20, you know, in, in Seattle and shooting 39, 40% from three, that, that's who I think Jabari Smith will be.
0: I'll tell you a guy like, I, I, I'm not saying he didn't go in the right place. He very well may have gone exactly where he should, was projected to go. But um, I, I, he caught my eye. And that was Mark Williams yes love it yeah. this is robert williams the Third's
1: heir frankly and, i think and, and you know what he'll show up on time right away
0: yeah he won't be a time lord nope. um and lord. i mean i think he's a growth stock for sure don't you nope. and at 15 that's a pretty good haul for for uh charlotte and he doesn't have to travel far he can walk there you know if he wants to so that's nice but uh, uh that he caught he caught my eye i have a question for you if you tell me uh Uh, I I started reading a lot in the New York papers uh, prior to the draft because the Knicks, of course, the Knicks had another bleeped up draft, I think. Don't you agree? Uh, Well,
1: yes. Yes and no. So, you know, obviously they were just trying to clear space to get Jalen Brunson. And if it works, that's fine, I guess. But, you know, if you don't get Jalen Brunson. the
2: The Knicks traded with OKC. Yeah, right. they, they, that, that's they, I'm just putting that yeah, out. They, created, yeah. uh, they made the screen. deal with those cases.
0: And didn't come away. They came away empty handed at the moment for right. the most. part. Right. So uh, all right, anyway, um, Dyson Daniels from the Ignite. Now, yeah. uh, uh, there was a lot. Uh, you know, he 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 vaulted up pretty high, I thought. And uh, uh, and he went exactly, you know, he went number eight uh, to New Orleans. But uh, I know I, I was reading about him in New York papers because the Knicks supposedly had them on the list. Anyway, you know, have you ever laid eyes on this uh, young man?
1: Yeah, I've seen him uh, not in person, but I've seen him on tape. Plenty. Yep. He can really, really guard, uh, turn him into a point guard this year from Australia. Tough kid, not a great shooter. But you know what? In New Orleans right now, if you have Ingram and you have CJ McCollum, and I love their second round pick of EJ Liddell, love it, love it, love it. Uh, I-, I like what David Griffin's doing down there. As long as Zion stays healthy, and Zion can be a guy that at least you respect. You know, the only thing is, if Daniels can't shoot, then it's hard to put him on the court with Zion, who can't really shoot either. Yeah. Even if you have Ingram and CJ McColl on the wings, Dyson Daniels has to be a guy who can make open shots eventually.
2: Guys, I'm, jump I'm sorry.
0: Out at you before we know anything else, jump out at you, Jeff, at all. Uh, I
1: You're would okay. say... Yeah, Ochai, Ochai at 14 for Cleveland, I absolutely love, love, like, 3 and D guy, a veteran, a high-character guy, Cleveland, Kobe Altman, the GM there, has done an incredible job, we thought he'd be fired a couple years ago, he gets Darius Garland, who turns out to be a a star now, he gets Evan Mobley last year, and now he gets Ochai can come in and fill a role and and be a, you know, an immediate contributor to help their team, and you know, I, I love that one. The the biggest swing, Detroit was the team that made the moves that to me are like they could work out, and and Detroit could be a real player in a few years. Or these these moves because they're both like high risk, the highest of risk guys that you could probably find in the draft. You know, they 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 draft Jaden Ivey, mm-hmm. was like a a freak athlete, like top one percent of the NBA athlete but not a point guard, not a great shooter, not a good defender, but has super upside. And then they trade and get Jalen Duran, and he's the same thing in the front court. A freak athlete, a high upside guy, he could be awesome, or he could be a guy that, that, that is just, you know, flops in the NBA. So you put those two with Kay Cunningham, and if they both hit it, holy crap. So Troy Weaver, you rolled the dice in Detroit, and you know what? I commend you for
0: it. One more question: Do you project Walker Kessler as being able to do in the NBA what he was able to do in the collegiate ranks? I do not.
1: I do not. I'm not a big fan of big plotting white big men right now in the NBA. Even
0: even with this shot blocking ability that he. Yeah,
1: I don't love it because I don't love him being able to like Mark Williams. I think can guard Jalen Durant can guard They're athletic yeah. enough to be able to guard and switch in the perimeter. Walker Kessler cannot. All
0: right. Okay. All right. Hey, what do you
1: think? Here's, and I know you're, you got to be careful on this because you get paid some money by ESPN, but I don't know if you watched, did you watch the ESPN broadcast, the ABC broadcast? What did you yeah, watch? watch? I that. watched the ESPN. All right. So ABC, they had – I didn't watch either. I watched a little bit of, of, of after we finished our deal on, on uh, Stadium. But, you know, ABC had, like, Kevin and Gandhi, Stephen A., Jalen Rose, and Cheney Ch- Ch- and none of which watch any college basketball. So I, I thought that that's a train wreck waiting to happen. Yep. And even ESPNs, I watched it at the end. Like, Kendrick Perkins, he doesn't watch any college. Like, Billis does. So you have Billis for college. Yeah, Perk, I love Malika. I think Malika is, like, the biggest star there is at ESPN right now. I think she's tremendous. But – and Wode's – like, I, I don't know. I just feel like like they need another guy who watches both college and NBA.
0: She conducted herself very well, but I, I'm with you. Perk is a amusing sub – you know, amusing character. Yeah, he doesn't he know no he He had no business on that on, on, right. on a draft night at all. Nope. That, that, that is – if they don't – they must be lacking in some deep depth if they have to turn to him. Right. Billis, of course, belongs there. There's no it's, question about that.
2: All about but entertainment. All about. Geez, good. Geez, Jeff Goodman, a guy that knows pro and college. Who would that be? Anyways, by
0: the way, I mistakenly flipped on to uh, ABC because I decided I want to watch some evening news after after the first round. All right, and and caught Stephen A. in the middle of a Nick rant that was, you know, unwatchable. You know, Stephen probably. A. at his at his bombastic best or worst depending on how you look at it
2: (laughs) all right guys listen we'll get to talk about durant some drama coming up from the Celtics but first our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info find all the latest odds news and sports developments major league baseball sports fights and even next season's NFL futures bet online is your source for all your sports wagering needs including live betting and of course your favorite Vegas casino and poker games it's really easy to get started So head to the website today or use your mobile device. Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And also, guys, as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. You can create a free job post with the minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small business rates LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires and leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week 40 million job seekers use LinkedIn? Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash scribe. That's LinkedIn.com slash scribe to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, so here's the drama regarding the Knicks, uh, the Nets, excuse me. Kyrie may want a new contract. And since that may be the situation, Durant may want out of Brooklyn. If you're Brooklyn guys, do you want both of these jokers to leave? I'll start with you, Jeff.
1: No, I don't want Kevin Durant to leave. <laughs> to leave, then you're, you're, you're building around Ben Simmons who can't shoot the ball and refuses to shoot the ball. So, no, I, I, I do everything in my power to keep Kevin Durant, and I think Kevin Durant has to understand at this point, you know what? He made a mistake. He made a mistake. He, I mean, you, you left Steph and your team with Kyrie. Like, it, it couldn't have been a worse decision for his career than what Kevin Durant made. And you know what, be a big boy, own up to it and move on and try to find somebody else, try to find a different running mate. Um, You know, and, and and then again, you got Ben Simmons, hopefully healthy. And if you find somebody else, you can still win another title or at least compete for one.
0: I am totally bored with the Kyrie Irving. Bored. I'm tired of it. And, and, you know, I'll go back to what I said and accurately, by the way, uh, when he was with Boston, and that is that among the other things I said, this will not be his last step in the NBA. There'll be several more stops as every team gets him and then finds out why you don't want him. And, and that's that. As, and as skilled as he is. And even last night watching some highlights, I said, oh my God, I forgot, you know, how he, he wills his way to the hoop as, as easily as any person his size ever has in the history of this game. I agree that. And that. Like, but he's not worth it. He is not worth the, the aggravation. who he, he will let you down. He will let you down. He will. He's not trustworthy, reliable. When, when people, he doesn't have any. Why, who, who would want to take this on at the money we're talking about? Too, by the way.
1: It's so sad. I mean, I, honestly, geez. it's become sad at this point that we're talking about Kyrie Irving this way, right? Like, you know, he's like, like you said, he's so talented, but he's such a locker room. I don't know if "killer" is the right word, but <laughs>
0: lawyer. <laughs> Disruption. Yeah. disruption, disruption,
2: disruption. Yeah. What well, I just don't know what Durant's thinking when he sits and he says, "Well, if Kyrie's not going to be here, I'm not going to be here." I I don't know what happened to Kevin Durant. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I I think it started. I, I still say this. I think it it all started for Kevin Durant when he chose to go to Golden State. He was the Golden Boy before that. Nobody right. ever said anything negative about him ever. He was like the golden child in Oklahoma City and mm-hmm. in Texas and coming up in high school. And all of a sudden he gets criticism from half the world. Right? Half the world understands, "Hey, he went to Golden State right. for, you know, to win championships." I was completely behind him. But a lot of people weren't and they killed him and he didn't know how to react. And I think it completely changed him. Um and, and again, you know, clouded his decision-making, obviously, because he could team up with, well, he didn't even have, to, he had already teamed up with the right guy in, in the right place in Golden State, uh, and he never should have left. But if you were going to leave, you, you shouldn't have teamed up with Kyrie Irving. And sometimes that's a problem, right? You, you team up with your friends. No, no, don't team up with your friends. You team up with guys who can help you win titles. And, and Kyrie Irving, you know, the, the interesting part will be, tail between his legs, does Kyrie Irving go back, like, is he going to LeBron and saying, pretty please, take me back? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, Durant should know what kind of guy Kyrie is if he leaves him hanging and he goes back to LeBron. All right, guys, final question here before we wrap it up. Uh, The Celtics with the 53rd pick went with J.D. Davis, uh, guard out of Alabama at 6'2". I don't expect him to make the team. I can't say that I know a lot about him, and I don't think that that's a problem. But it seems to me, Jeff, at this point, the draft is not a tool for the Celtics.
1: No. This this <laughs> pick was a – I don't want to say throwaway pick because he is super athletic. Like, he and Jay Divey are the two most athletic guys coming out of this draft, and Jalen Durr. Those three are the three most athletic dudes. He is a freak athlete. Um, but he's not a point guard, and he's got point guard size. And he's not a two-guard because he doesn't shoot it well enough, although at times he, he – He made some shots this year. He was streaky, but he's got a long way to go. Like, he is G League, G League, G League uh, for probably a couple of years, and you hope maybe he turns into something. But, you know, again, there's a reason he was picked in the 50s, and ultimately he's probably not a part of the future plans of the Boston Celtics anytime soon.
2: And, Bob, we just hope that the Celtics continue to tweak in the offseason.
0: Yes, we're still on on an eternal search for a shooter – I got a name. I got a few names. Go
1: ahead. All right. So my name yesterday, even more so, because Atlanta took A.J. Griffin, okay, with their first-round pick. A.J. Griffin is the son of Adrian Griffin. Played at Duke, shot the hell out of the ball as a freshman. He's got size. So is Kevin Herter expendable? Mm -hmm. Kevin Herter is a guy that's still got, I think, I want to say like three years left at about, I don't know, 14 million a year is he expendable and you've got this trade exception that you can, you can deal uh, if you're the Celtics and take on money without giving a whole lot back, Herter would be ideal for this Celtics team. Ideal. I don't know if they have enough to get him. I don't know if he figures into Atlanta's plans now quite as much who knows, but Herter would be one. I think like a buddy heel would be somebody you could look at because if you look at, at what Indiana did, they drafted Ben Matherin, another shooter, wing shooter, just like Buddy Heald. Buddy's making, I think, $18 million or somewhere around there. Uh, they've already got uh, Tyrese Halberton as well. So they're, they're loaded with with wing shooters. So Buddy Heald could be one you look at as well. Those are the types of guys that, if I'm Brad Stevens, I'm looking to bring it on. Well,
0: you're absolutely right. They, they- – and he finally admitted, not, I shouldn't say, he, he publicly admitted that that is a quest, that he knows he needs that. And we, we've known that for two or three years that they could use that. I used, I used to say, who's the, the next Lou Williams when I was a pie in the sky? Because you know, Lou Williams very likely going to the Hall of Fame, by the way. People have to understand that. Uh, and uh, so anyway, um, that... We're in agreement there, and and uh, thanks for those names. That's good. Uh, you know, I know them both, and and I've, I've had my eye on Heald uh, way back. You know, ever since I first saw him. You know, you, he's, he got your attention, and you're right about Herder. That's good. Well, Brogden, would you want Brogdon, Bob? Well, I want him on my team just because uh, you know you talk about high character. You talk about, inte- I know, and, and also be good because it would give Grant Williams somebody to talk with that on his level. You know, <laughs> because I'm sure there are times when you know they, they don't know where, where what he's talking about. And so I know, and Malcolm would be, a, would be like, that would be like hang out with. Grant, we would know, like, have the highest GPA of, in the league. Yes, if they get yes. you guys know folks, Brogdon graduated in three plus years with two degrees. Okay. Wow. That's the kind of exceptional no, person awesome. he yeah. is. And he's a well-rounded player. He knows how to play basketball. And, uh, That's a lot of money, and anyway, I know. Well, you know, he'll, he'll spend it wisely.
2: Uh, Gentlemen, thank you very much, Jeff. Good luck today. I know you got more work to do, Uh, Bob. I will uh, speak for both of us on days like today. Thank God for Jeff Goodman. Oh, no
0: question. No, no, absolutely no question. I'm. I'm, That's our man. That's our horse.
2: All right, guys. Next week, we'll see you later.